Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm here with Chloe. Hi. <laughs> So you're born in the North Beaches of Sydney. Yes. Where's the? Sydney, is there like Australia. a specific place where it's cold? Or? Yeah, I'm from Newport. Oh. So, yeah. so there's also a Newport here as well. Yeah. <laughs> Fits really well. Yeah. And your family's originally Italian. Yes. Yeah. So when did they come to Sydney, or how did all that happen? Um, they migrated. Uh, probably like 60 years ago and they were actually meant to come to New York but didn't weren't allowed so the Sydney uh, Australia was like the next option oh yeah because a lot of a lot of Italians would migrate to New York that's yeah. why there's like such a strong European presence mm -hmm. um, but yes yeah, so no they came to Australia instead and so there's a big so your grandparents yeah 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 so there's a further career or <laughs> yeah it was just a better a better mm -hmm. life Australia is a really good quality of life yeah we're very lucky there yeah. <laughs> so what do your parents do um, they're all in pharmacy. Oh. Yeah, my whole family's in pharmacy, so they're all pharmacists. Yeah, yeah. you have your own, like, yeah. they have their own family yeah. business? Or? Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep, so uh, all, my dad and all his brothers, they're all Italian, so they I have, like, like, a small business, and a lot of the Italian community come in because oh. they can talk to them and, and speak yeah. Speak the language, so yeah. My, Do you speak Italian? Uh, a little bit, oh, a little bit. that's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my brother's a pharmacist, my other sister's a pharmacist. Uh, yeah. Where do you think you got your creative side from then? Um, I'm not sure. Probably my mum. Probably my mum. I don't know. It is quite random. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's kind of that everyone's very mathematical, so it's it's a bit interesting that I'm so creative. Mm -hmm. But your mum is creative, or? Yeah, she is. Yeah, no, yeah. she is. She likes to sing as well, and she does a lot of painting and drawing and everything, so it probably comes from that side. Mm -hmm. What kind of music were your parents playing in the house when you were growing up? Ooh, uh, Sting, Fleetwood Mac, um, well, Eva Cassidy, mm -hmm. a lot of Eva Cassidy, Joni Mitchell, so they definitely play a huge part in my music. Mm -hmm. And did you realize from the onset that you had this voice, or when did you actually start singing? Uh, I've been for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I always knew I wanted to do music, just didn't really know what way or how. Mm -hmm. So then it kind of, since I was like eight, just, you know, delving into every aspect of music possible and then just seeing where I fit. Mm -hmm. Were you taking lessons back then? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And how old were you when you were performing at the Opera House? Because you oh, had like probably. a solo thing, I did, right? I did. Yeah, probably. it was so cool. I think I was like 14. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like a 14. So, yeah, I've had definitely lots of interesting you know, experiences in music. Yeah. That was that was an amazing Can one. you can you describe that? It's insane. I can't remember. I'm you can't I, remember? I can't even remember. Like it was I was so young, but I remember I remember feeling so nervous and like just not even knowing what to do with my nerves. <laughs> so yeah, no, I remember being really, really nervous for mm -hmm. that one. And then what and you already started writing back then or when yeah, did you actually Yeah, start? I started writing probably in high school. Probably around like fifteen, sixteen, just Writing really bad songs and just figuring out <laughs> yeah. how uh, how to write. It definitely took me a while to get into a rhythm and a pattern where I felt comfortable writing on my own instead of with other people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I've been writing for a long time now. How would you describe your personality back then growing up? Um, 
probably a lot more, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, outgoing. Mm. Yeah, but I think as time's gone, I'm kind of like going the opposite way. Really? How, what do you think that happened? Well, I think because this industry is so intense yeah. that you have to really preserve yourself for like your mental health and and everything and you, it's, I already give so much of myself when I perform so it's kind of a safety mechanism just mm -hmm. to like hold back and, and give myself some yeah. of my own energy. And who did, did you have anyone that you could talk to early on about figuring out how you would no. do music? No. How, were there a lot of Australians around you back then who were able to do a music career? No. No. Wow. No. I, I not really, no. I mean, I, I had singing lessons and coaches and stuff like that, but no one ever prepared me or taught me how to actually try and get into the music industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Were your parents skeptical then? They were like, no. no. So they, just, so they just knew that you were going to figure just out. Like, they were just so happy I wasn't doing pharmacy. Oh, really? <laughs> like, Why? Go follow your dreams. I guess because everyone is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, so how did you find Young Ambitious? Um, so I found my management probably about five years ago um, when I started just coming over here to write and to get into any sessions I could and um, yeah then I met I met my manager and we kind of just like started working together briefly they were just putting in putting me in some recording sessions mm -hmm. and then um, yeah and then we just kind of made it official uh, like about two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So they just really backed me. So were the they the ones that you were sending demos to initially? Yeah. yeah. How did you even figure out how to even like how did I cross your mind to like send demos or well, how music industry work? Yeah. Well, I, I, a few people had told me to kind of to send any original material or just what you've been working on, and so I was like, oh, okay. Well, this is what I'll send. And the first few really sucked. You said you had a producer back then, or? Uh, yeah, yeah. I knew someone who could pr produce music, and so I took my songs to him, and he, he did them oh, up. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so then I just kept sending demos until they were actually decent enough to, to start to actually move forward with it. Mm -hmm. How long were you like sending demos until then? A long time. Wow. A long time. Were you sending to other oh, yeah. or labels? Yeah, publishing, everything. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool that you were able to figure out everything, like the emails of all these people. Or I guess it's Australia small that you're Australia's able to... a lot smaller yeah. and yeah, you kinda just like talk to people and you start to piece bits together. Um, but it was a very it was a I'm talking like a process of like five years, six years, like yeah. <laughs> it took me to kind of like hunt people down. <laughs> <laughs> and how long were you also after they started to take interest, were you still writing music in Australia and then at the same time yeah. coming to LA. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, what would made you music. decide that you wanted to like come to LA so I soon? I always want my music to be as universal as possible mm -hmm. and to reach borders and and to cross, like I love Australia and everything, and they're so supportive of me. I also really want my music to be heard around the world. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, the best place to do that would be like the music hub, and that's essentially Los Angeles. So yeah. I knew that it was a move I had to make. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was it difficult working from that one producer that you had, then putting into sessions and figuring out how to work with other people? Yeah, definitely. It's so, it's so. I mean, even now, even I'm going off to a session today, and it's super weird not having met the person it never that never fades mm. it's like that never it's meeting new people and then spilling your heart out to them yeah, is always going to be a weird imagine. is always going to be a weird um 
situation. <laughs> so yeah, still obviously learning and, and getting used to it all. Mm -hmm. And then during the years, so did you go to college or did you finish high school? No, I finished house? high school and then came yeah. straight over here. Yeah. And then just started doing trips back and forth and working on music and. Were you China. working other jobs or how were you? Like, I was just working at the pharmacy. My dad's oh. pharmacy, yeah. So he was really great. He would just let me come in and out whenever I needed to. And yeah, that's if I needed so to good. do a, a performance or something, he'd just let me have, you know, the day off or whatever. So he was, yeah, that was great. But that was my main source of income for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then were you putting out or doing any music within the two years before your original? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was I was, I was, was doing lots of covers and stuff like that and doing, you know... On YouTube? Yeah, yeah. the whole, like, YouTube thing and... Yeah. Um, but then I, I kind of just started writing and I didn't want to release anything until it was fully me uh, because I didn't want my sound changing after I released music. Yeah. I wanted it to kind of Because you were in like same. folk and then like EDM yeah. and then like... Yeah, I've done every genre. Yeah. <laughs> I've done every genre so I feel really good just being here now and being comfortable in this dark pop world. Yeah. I know that I've tried everything. Mm -hmm. This is where I feel is most me. Yeah. What clicked to you to finally release music? The first song I wrote, uh, well, the, not the first song I wrote, the first song that I listened to and I'd finished writing, I was like, okay, this is this is the, the closest to me I think I'm ever going to get, like, mm -hmm. for right for right now. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to put this out. I think I'm ready now. And I wrote that with um, a New Zealand writer and producer. So I was nice. like, oh, okay, I'm ready now. Yeah. Yeah. Were you writing for other artists meanwhile, or? Um, I was. I was doing a bit of writing, but mainly focusing on my project because I really, really wanted to try and get it to a place where I was ready to put it out into the world. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then, what are your inspirations for your music videos? Uh, music videos, oh, like Lord and Banks and Licky Lee and yeah. so low so like quite dark and edgy and um lots of lighting and stuff like that mm -hmm. and then with your name what made you decide to put an x and it kind of like was a split between your two personalities yeah, right yeah. yeah so it's kind of like it's still me which is c-h-l-o-e yeah but putting the x in the middle kind of gave me that like edgier darker side mm -hmm. so it was like okay this is still this is still me and my personality but it's it's darker it's a bit grungier it's a bit grittier the lyrics you know and sonically a darker brooding so I think by putting the X in the middle it kind of differentiated the both but still kept me in that picture mm -hmm. yeah and what was it like touring with George Maple oh that was super fun yeah. she's awesome mm -hmm. she's her music is incredible yeah. Really, really incredible. And you also toured with Alice in Wonderland, or? Yeah, yeah, I did the uh, the Scare House tour oh. in Sydney. That was like my first show as Wow, Chloe. they're mostly like pretty EDM or rap acts, right? You're like yeah. those, yeah. <laughs> the pop ones. Yeah, well then I just finished doing Maroon 5, and that was more of like yeah. a, a pop. Actually, that's crazy, because like, have you ever played like... Arenas? Really like, no. Yeah, arenas. <laughs> no, I've done like some halftime, you know, sport performances where there's, you know, like a stadium, but that's different because they're not actually listening to you. <laughs> it's mm. just like halftime performances. So this was crazy because everyone was really attentive and actually listening. Yeah. It was so much fun. They're, they're... How, how did you get How did you get that? Um, so I wrote Show You, uh, which is my second latest single with a member of Maroon 5. His name is Sam Farrar. And then he asked me if I wanted to jump on the tour. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of how it came about. And it was so so much fun I had the time of my life how did you practice for that just long is long, it completely long different hours. performing with yeah. The arenas? yeah yeah it's completely different you kind of have to start from scratch again because it's just the, the span is so much bigger and so much larger so you have to kind of like reroute your brain mm -hmm. instead of doing like smaller venue stuff 
Yeah. Yeah. And you also said in a previous interview there's like this stigma of pop music in Australia, right? Yeah, pop music in Australia is... I don't know, I actually feel like we're quite lucky there because it's quite broad. Mm -hmm. So like, like Triple J, which is like an indie commercial uh, station, you know, versus like commercial, it's quite like, you can really delve into any, any world you want and they're crossing over. Yeah. I feel like in the past there has been a stigma of, you know, like pop music's lame. I don't think it's just Australia, I think it's like universal, like, mm -hmm. you know, pop it's like lame or it's, you know, not cool or whatever, but and that that's slowly changing and I don't think really exists that much anymore because yeah. pop it can be anything. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Was there a decision to not sign with a record label? Um I I'm it's probably not <laughs> yeah, it's not that I don't want to. I think yeah. just for now it's just I'm I'm loving being independent and mm. I'm and I'm, I've got a really great team with me and I think until I can really be fully, fully happy and in my gut with um, signing such a large part of my life over to someone, mm -hmm. then I just want to keep it with, with myself because I feel having the control is really important to me and until I feel like someone has this, the exact same vision and um, dreams as I have for my project then I don't really want to give that away just yeah. yet. Yeah. And what was your reaction to have your song on Kiss FM? You like cried, oh, right? It was so yeah, it was so crazy. It was wild. It was like breakfast radio and yeah. never really happened before. Do you know did he give a did they give you a heads up before? No, they... no. So you no just kinda... heads up. My manager texted me, it was like quickly turn on the radio. Oh my god. And, and I was like, whoa. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and have you had your music played in other in radio uh, stations in Australia as well. Sorry? How, have you had it played in like Triple yeah, J? Yeah, yeah, stuff? it's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's on all of them right now actually, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah it's it's quite quite wild. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're so supportive of me, so I'm I'm super grateful. Mm -hmm. Talk a bit about Monster and the toxic LA scene that inspired this. Oh yeah. Um I wrote yeah, I wrote Monster yeah when I was I was in LA and I was here for quite a while and just yeah the toxicity of the city and everything it kinda got to me and it was just, it was such a, a transition from Australia because everyone's so down to earth there and mm -hmm. and I felt like it was kind of eating me up a little bit and so I, and I didn't really like the person that I was and so yeah, I wrote Monster because that's exactly how I felt and I felt like it was just like out of my control and I couldn't really get back to who I was. Yeah, so no, I, I went back home and, and then I wrote that song. It was only until I got back home I could think clearly and I was like, oh, okay, this is... That I, I want to write. Yeah. yeah. And is it difficult, like, still having that, think, like, LA being this thing, but you still have to come here for music, right? Yeah, it's yeah. difficult, but I've got a really good, great, like, support network here mm -hmm. and friends, so I don't feel like it's that that hard and scary anymore. I didn't, I came here and I didn't really know anyone, so I feel quite yeah. supported now. Yeah. What's the inspiration behind I Can't Have Nice Things? I Can't Have Nice Things. The inspiration behind it, I just feel like a lot of the things in my life, I, because I don't have a lot of time to to stay in one place and it's really hard to find balance, mm -hmm. that I just like ruin physical and like like other things like relationships mm -hmm. or stuff like that because it's so hard to kind of maintain them and so yeah, I don't know, that's kind of the meaning behind it for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely my most vulnerable and honest song. Mm -hmm. I think you kind of touched upon this before, but how would you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger? How would I say I've grown? Yeah. Um, I feel like I've, 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 I still am the same. I'm still 
I've, I hope to think genuine and just down to earth and um, you know relatable I think I've, I've definitely matured and grown a lot I still have a large part of me is just very empathetic to to um, minorities and to animals and stuff yeah. like that so that, that still plays a huge part in my life and I try to help wherever I can but I think yeah I've just grown just maturing and understanding the world and what is important and yeah mm -hmm. very growing and every day and yeah. learning, learning a lot very fast mm -hmm. what do you say have been your biggest challenges so far in your life um, just balancing this crazy lifestyle mm -hmm. it's just it's crazy it's you know like being a woman out here yeah <laughs> that's that's yeah prime example <laughs> that was very fitting <laughs> yeah just I don't know just just dealing learning to like deal with it um, and still keep a positive mind frame I think mm -hmm. yeah what does love mean to you um, it's the most important thing in the world the most important thing and it's love will triumph any music achievement mm -hmm. that that doesn't even stand like it's the, like relationships and family um, uh, yeah, the most important thing yeah. to me. Yeah. No, you know, chart position or award could ever come close to, to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? Um, probably, I don't know, giving, giving people who, who feel like an outcast or feel like they're not understood or don't mm -hmm. belong um, a place to feel like they do. Yeah. I think, yeah, because uh, for a long part of, of my life I've definitely felt like I don't fit in here, or I don't fit in there, or I'm not sure where I where I stand, so I, I hope that some people can feel like, okay, at least this is one place that I do. Yeah, yeah I, I love that. So, yeah. Thank you so much. That's okay. Thank you for having me. Oh, bye. <laughs> bye.